ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Filled with wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fish Fame, Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. Hey, let's do another hour, shall we? What the hell? Why not? Let's do it. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment on KDWN. Well, it, we're on KDWN, but we're the best. In just, the multiverse. Just the best. I, I wouldn't want to wrestle Brian Alvarez for it, though. He knows what he's doing. You can You can handle Alvarez for a while. I got Meltzer. Fair enough. I, I think I can. I think I can handle Dave. You know, Dave's in pretty good shape. He takes care of himself. I would think so. Yeah, we love those guys. Wrestling Observer, one of the best outlets. Period in professional wrestling, they're awesome. Always have been. Uh, yep. So just challenging everybody to a fight. Why not? Let's let's have a WrestleMania. We'll we'll do it at the WrestleMania Scrum. Why not? It's good I, enough for CM Punk. You know, I want to, you know, I, I got to say, I want to go to WrestleMania just to be part of the post-WrestleMania conference, press conferences. Because that was cool. fun last night. They've been broadcasting those. Stole that idea from AEW, what a shock. But, you know, but it was fun. You know, but you're kind of getting to see the same old gang over and over. And by the way, they didn't steal it from AEW. They stole it from the NFL, and they well, stole it from NBA, and because they do it all the time, too. So it wasn't an AEW-exclusive original idea. In professional wrestling, it was. Can we say that? No. Yes, we can. In professional wrestling, we can. Come on. Give them a little credit for That's God's like sake. saying the Super Bowl is stolen from the World Series trophy because, you know, they're both trophies you win for getting the championship. You won't give them any credit. I can't wait because, by the way, we we well, I don't want to say we may be, but... Let's just say I'm talking to AEW, getting ready for some events coming up. And we may have some people coming on. And I'll be off those days. And you better you better run and hide. That's all I'm going to say. I'll be off those days. <laughs> but anyway. I don't talk to the minor leagues. Wow. Come on, Fish. I don't talk AAA baseball. Unbelievable. G League basketball. Stop it. it. doesn't happen. Stop it. Canadian football you know, does not I'm get talked to get about. You these guys on the show and you rip them all the time. Yeah, the, the, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. No, thank you. Go away. Anyway. G League Ignite. Back to, no. back to the Royal Rumble. And uh, we just wrapped up the women's Royal Rumble match. And then we get to the last one. It's a very short card. Three matches and two Royal Rumbles. Yeah. Of course, the Royal Rumble matches take an hour plus. Yeah. I, I'm well aware, but. So that, that's, that's some time. But we get to Roman Reigns and Kevin being Owens. challenged by Kevin Owens. And the, and going in, did you was there even an iota of a chance of Kevin Owens winning in your mind? Unfortunately, no. Not from everything I read. Okay. So, yeah, you kind of knew Roman was going to win the match. But, and it was a really good match. It really was. And, and all credit to Roman Reigns. When he wrestles, he's put on some great matches. And he and Kevin, and Kevin Owens is so good. He is very underrated. Yeah, maybe underrated you, but I think he's a wrestling god. He is amazing. And by the way, he took two hits to the head in this match, which kind of ended up setting up what happened afterward. Uh, oh, it was it was sick. 
Roman was so mad at Kevin Owens that at the end of the match, before it wrapped up, he took Kevin Owens and he put him on the ring steps, which are steel ring steps, and grabbed him and slammed his head, the back of his head, into this one of the, the, the top step. Yep. I mean... It looked I, old school I wrestling. Could, old, that's not, old school attitude era wrestling right there. I could not believe that Kevin was not bleeding after two of those. The first one especially looked really bad. But so after that, you know, Kev, Reigns rolls him in the ring, hits him with a spear. Obviously, Kevin's out of it, and the pinfall happens. Then we get to the fun part. <sighs> this is good. So the bloodline just. Tears into Kevin Owens. Just beat the hell out of him. And then Paul Heyman pulls out two pairs of handcuffs. And Sammy's watching this whole thing. Sammy Zane. Who's not guilty, by the You're way. You're not Sammy Callahan. Not, no. No, no that, you, said, like you said Sammy Zane like we didn't know who, who Sammy Some was. Some people may not know who this is. We've got to remember, there's people out there listening that may not be following wrestling. Then why so would you listen gotta, to a wrestling show? Because we're entertaining. We're fun. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, you got to do that, Fish. That's the way things work. So anyways. So, I don't cater to idiots. Well, they're not idiots. They're just learning. Maybe we're turning people on to wrestling. Anyway, so Kevin Owens, so they get the handcuffs out, and Kevin Owens is then by both wrists, handcuffed to the top rope. So he's sitting there in the old crucifix position, and the super kick party from the Usos start. They're pounding. Super kick party. They are pounding the hell out of him. I mean, it was bad. And then Roman Reigns tells Sammy to go get a chair, and Sammy reluctantly goes to get a chair. He gives it to Roman Reigns who is now, after Kevin Owens has taken a massive maybe, beating, maybe one of the top five beatings I've ever seen. It might be top three. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, and the fact that he was able to take it shows you how great Kevin Owens is. Reigns is about ready to hit Kevin with the chair on the head, and Sammy steps in and stops him. This is beneath you, Tribal Chief. He's done. He's finished. You don't need to do this. So Roman looks at Sammy and says, okay, it's beneath me. Here's the chair. You do it. You do it. And then the audience starts chanting Sammy. Oh, and Sammy's standing there for a minute, and Roman's kind of, Roman kind of stepped away, and Sammy takes the chair. And pulled to Seth Rollins. And hits Roman Reigns in the back with the chair. I mean, it was exactly like when Seth Rollins hit Roman Reigns in the back with the chair when he turned on the shield. Well, except for the fact that the entire bloodline was standing behind him. Yes, but, so, but, so but the he chair knew shot what was coming. Yeah, but the chair shot itself looked exactly like when pretty similar. Yeah, when Seth Rollins. I mean, the the the, it, it, the symmetry was there. I, I don't know if they did that on purpose or not, but it looked very very similar. So Sammy hits him with the chair. The bloodline jumps on Sammy, and they are oh well, wait 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 the bloodline doesn't jump on Sammy. Well, not that we're getting there. Hang on. They almost everybody. Thank you. Almost everybody. Paul Heyman didn't jump. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jimmy's, Jimmy's thumping him. Jimmy's the first one that super kicks him. Jimmy's beating him up. Reigns is standing there. He's ticked off. And then Solo Sokoa comes in, gives him the Samoan spike. And then it's Jay's turn. One of the other Usos. 
And if you remember back to September of 2020, ladies and gentlemen, Jay had won a shot at the world championship or the universal championship, which was held by his cousin Roman Reigns. When he was main event Jay Uso. Jimmy was out. He was hurt. And Jay ended up not only wrestling him once, but wrestling him twice. In two the cool. second time in a Hell in a Cell match where Jimmy was pulled into the cage and he forced, and Jay wouldn't quit until Roman brought Jimmy in and was ready to snap his knee again. And the funny thing is, is back then you thought Jimmy was going to be the guy to turn on the bloodline. Yeah. It was, yeah. And, and so, those are some of the best matches I've ever seen Jay Usu have. So we are taking this back. This story technically stretched back to September of 2020. Thank you, Rob Fee. Jay is in the corner, and they're telling the guys, the guys are telling Jay to go after him. And Jay is just shaking his head. Of course, Jay was the one that stuck up for Sammy in the, the, the trial, trial on Raw 30 on Monday night. Yep. He had hated him, but Sammy won him over. Yep. And Jay just looked at it and shook his head. And walks got up out the of ramp. the ring and goes up the ramp and he's gone. Roman goes crazy. Apoplectic. You broke my family. He's screaming at Sammy as he is pounding Sammy that's back with the chair. And then that's kind of where it all ends. And he rips the shirt off, rips the lay that's around his neck. Yeah, he was sprinkling flowers, yeah. And that's where it all ended up with Jey Uso walking out of the ring. He... Who knows what's happening with him and the bloodline, rest of the bloodline and Paul Heyman. Not happy. Kevin Owens still in the handcuffs, by the way. They're all this is going on. That that couldn't have been comfortable, by the way. No. And by the way, I do love the fact that that Paul Heyman calls him shmooly. (laughs) That's a little touch that's Paul. It's so Paul Heyman. And it was perfect. It is. By the way, he uh, liked the ring announcing. I don't know if you saw that or not. He got a big smile on his face, so I, and I forget who the new the the female ring announcer is, but she did a great job. Yeah, and that 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 made I, Heyman look over at her. I just thought I'd throw that out. And I said this to you before the show started today that it seemed like that they were playing the long game with Sammy and the Bloodline, and then the end of it happened very quickly. And I guess that's the way it's supposed to happen, but it was done very very well. It's it to me. I, you know, and I, and I hate to make an instant reaction like this, but when I was thinking about where I would place that segment, I thought about the riot when Ric Flair turned on Dusty Rhodes in the cage in the Omni back in the mid '80s, and those guys, Flair and the Horsemen, made were very lucky to get out of the ring yep. without getting torn apart. Um, I thought back to Hulk Hogan. Dropping the leg on Savage and, and starting NWO. the NWO. I, that, it's, it was that kind of sequence. It was absolutely incredible. And uh, you have to give WWE credit for not only building that to that point, but w- how everybody handled it and how they acted in that ring last night. Unbelievable. And I, it, 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 was, it was one of the best things I've ever seen and, in WWE. And it's been a long time. Since I've seen the end of a pay-per-view like that and thought, I cannot wait to see SmackDown on Friday to see what the hell is going to happen. Yeah, 
it's it's going to be amazing and where this I, is going to go. You like are they going to even mention it on Raw or not? Because this guy, you can't leave it hanging, even though these guys aren't Raw competitors. No, the, well, of course, Roman's got both belts, and so, so do uh, the Usos. So uh, this is this is going to be very interesting because the only there's there's only one and thing Kevin Owens is a Raw superstar. There's only yeah, there's only one little tiny thing that's bothering me about it is I kind of wish Jay wouldn't have done what he did. Because the talk is that they want to have um, Sammy and Kevin go after the tag team titles. So if Jay's kind of reluctant partner to Jimmy and there's issues there, that would seem like somewhat easy pickings. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's my that's my and, only hesitation because I would I would have rather seen Jay do something like turn on Roman at WrestleMania and cost him one of the right. titles. And if if there was a spot to bring The Rock in yesterday. That was the spot. Yeah. It was Jay's spot. Yeah. You know, and since he if, didn't, I the, every everyone is saying that 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 uh, Rock is not going to be in shape to wrestle at WrestleMania, and now I believe it. Well, I, I thought it was all a work until this. Well, I will say this though: I watched the uh, WrestleMania press conference, the, the, scr- uh, the Rumble press conference. You mean the stolen AEW press conference, right? Afterward, and which they stole they had, from the NFL, the MLB, well, NBA. Yeah, but. People don't do that in professional wrestling. But anyway. The minor leagues did it, so the major leagues had to. Whatever. Okay, go ahead. Whatever. I'll tell you what. If Tony Khan comes on the show, you can call his company Minor League. I absolutely will. see what happens to you. I want to see what happens 100%. Go for it. It's a minor league NFL team and a minor league wrestling company. Wow, some of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so in the press conference, Triple H, someone actually asked him about The Rock's involvement. And his comment was, well, from what I hear from you guys, The Rock's not in shape to do it. But the door is always With, open. And, and yeah, said the door's open and, you know, Rock's very busy, so on and so forth. If he can get involved, great. You know, it's it, it's whatever works for him because he's very busy. And then he, I believe and, he also said, now, if you ask me, The Rock looks like he's, he's just huge, basically. <laughs> he's, he's massive. This is why I said this last week when I heard that rumor. I said to myself, "The Rock is in incredible shape." Yes, you have to do things to prepare your body. But say because there's be a diff- the there's a there's a difference between being in shape and being in wrestling shape. Right, it's like any other sport that you do. Like if you play football, uh, it takes your body a while to get used to the hits when when the season starts, and then you kind of build that up, and you know your body's used to it, and you're you're okay with it. And yeah, you know, it's the same thing in wrestling. You know, you're you have to take bumps. You've got to get your body to the point where you're not feeling it as much. It doesn't bother you as much. I mean, somebody go down to FSW and train and run the ropes one time and see what happens to you. See what happens. Oh, I I, I can only imagine, you know, you have to get, you have to get your body used to that and, you know, build up your muscle, right musculature and so on. But I, I'm still not sold. The rock is not going to be there just because, in Triple some capacity, H was, but was so snarky about it. But doesn't he have to show up before? I mean, he can't just show up at WrestleMania. No, he can't just show up at WrestleMania. Well, well, why not? He can't just show up at WrestleMania and say, "Hey, I'm going to fight you now." What if he's? What if he was free for SummerSlam? Let's say he's free for SummerSlam, and you bring him in, and he costs Roman the title. Now you get like a four, three month buildup. Okay, fair enough. If, 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 if you're so, going, if you're going to do it that way, okay. Yeah, there's there's lots of things. You how can do, do you, how it. does it set up the elimination chamber though? That is a great question, and this is 
Yeah, we we've seen a lot of very predictable story writing from WWE over the past couple of years. And right now I am so confused as to what there there's so many routes because, you could take right now. And and there because there's also talk about splitting the tag team belts. What yeah. if what if they split the Usos? You put Jimmy with solo and Jay, so Jimmy gets a belt and, and, and then Jay and Sammy are together. So they each get now they each get a set of tag team belts. Yeah, that's that, that's one thing that I was thinking about too, that you could have you possibly could have Sammy team with Jay against Jimmy and, and, and solo. solo. For the and for you, the tag titles, right? Just whoever you know, whoever, whoever wins, wins gets it, the belt. Gets, gets that's the, the Uso belt. that gets the belt. Yeah, that that could be a possibility. Um, you know, depending on what they want to do with Kevin Owens. So I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. And like I'm I said, intrigued. It, you can you can you can do that if you can have Roman Reigns fight in the Elimination Chamber itself. You could, and you know, of course, the, they're they're talking about the possibility of having him. Drop one of the titles. So this is going to be an intriguing lead up to WrestleMania. One of the more more intriguing ones I think we've seen in a long time. And Triple H was very quick to mention, by the way, of course, it's the largest gate in wrestling uh, in, in WrestleMania history without announcing a match. Yeah. Then that is very true. They have not amount, announced one match. But yet. you knew when it was in L.A. It was, that was what was going to happen. Yeah. So... Pretty exciting stuff. It's a great time to be a wrestler. Yeah, and, and WWE is finally on the right track. Now, if, if, I'm not saying Vince isn't going to screw it all up. Please, just Vince, just do your sale thing and just stay back. Because they, I mean, I'm, I'm putting a plea out as a fan of professional wrestling. Stay away. Because SmackDown did a great job of furthering Drew McIntyre and Sheamus versus the Viking Raiders versus and getting them out of the title picture. And yet it still feels important. Yeah. Just let him go. Triple H has got this. It's not perfect. By it's, any stretch of the imagination, no, but th- I don't but, think any booking can be. No. But I, I think that they're in pretty good shape right now. Well, speaking of uh, getting in pretty good shape, by the way, man, you want to have a good breakfast, don't you, in the morning? No, good Fish? Lord. Just the segue. Now, th- that, that may have been one of the worst segues. The Unique Eats is one of the greatest restaurants, but that was one of the worst segues. Well, you know, they've got a smoothie bar, veggie menu, or vegetarian menu, along with all their great omelets, award-winning pizzas. Booze. They've got booze. That helps. Pastas. They're open right now. And now they are open on Thursday nights. They're doing this wine tasting thing. It is awesome. Awesome. So go over there right now. If you're hungry, I'm just telling you, get over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Sweet 100, and go have a great time. And uh, it's Jazz Day, too, by the way, at 11 o'clock. So Utah you thought Jazz are playing there? Not the, no. Oh. Actual Jazz. There's no Jazz. No, there's no Scattily Bat that blah. Oh. Give them a call, 702-992-3038, or you can visit the website, uniqueeatslv.com. They also cater to... So, and celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco is the man. Telling you. He's a great guy. Great guy. So, get on over there. Enjoy your breakfast or lunch at Unique Eats. Maybe Sammy can enjoy it. 3100 South Durango. Yeah. I think Kevin could use a good breakfast after the beating (laughs) he took last night. I would think so. (laughs) All right. So, let's, let's take that break. And when we come back. Time to talk minor leagues, baby. We got Raw 30 and we got Jay Briscoe. The uh, 
a tribute match. So a lot of great stuff going on in the world of professional wrestling. It was a heck of a week, and we'll be back with more right after this. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are returning to the airwaves. That's right, the Mark Hoke Show. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us. The number one pro wrestling news and entertainment show worldwide. You can listen to us. In the multiverse. Live here on KDWN. KDON. And, of course, go to the website, kdwn.com, and also that Odyssey app. So if you, you know, there's no reason to not listen to the show. And, of course, if you want to listen to some podcasts, 101 shows up there with uh, split by hour, too. So there's a lot of. uh, No Dalmatians. A lot of of, uh, material there for you to sort through. Still no Dalmatians. 160 countries and territories have downloaded our show. We certainly do appreciate it. Including Saskatchewan. Every one of you. (laughs) Hot fish. No, I'm not going to shut up. All all 50 states. 101 episodes. You think you you would have learned that I'm not going to shut up by now. Just be good for 10 seconds and let me finish this. MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com. All your favorite podcast outlets. Apparently, we are very popular on Samsung Free. Seriously. I mean, it's ridiculous. So thank all of you who have listened, and if you haven't heard the shows, go back and check them out. We would appreciate it. Um, I do want to mention Raw 30. Of course, they had their 30th anniversary show on Can Monday I talk night. Again? And uh, I'm thinking about it. I'll okay. let you know. Just be quiet until I... Yeah. Andrew Fishfane, everybody. And, of course, a lot of legends came back. We had the trial of Sami Zayn. Uh, the Poker. cage match didn't happen. Nope. But yeah, you know, that's because all, the trial ran a little long. Yeah, they had all sorts of cool little segments and stuff in there. But the one thing that really stood out to me, Kurt Angle joining DX, <laughs> that was whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, they all backed down from Gunther. By the way, that tells you something. But the to me, the more intriguing part about that was the TV rating on this. Dude, they did like twenty three million viewers. That's that's SmackDowny numbers. Massive, massive turnout for or television viewership for Raw 30. Too bad they can't have a 30th anniversary special every week. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I'm sure they'd like to. But, you know, I, I and I just kind of wonder what that says, that you can pull that kind of audience. And, and obviously, they didn't have Monday Night Football, but still, I mean, that's a ridiculous number for Monday it, Night Raw. Honestly, what it says is people love nostalgia. I'm sorry, but but I say 22. I mean, it's 2.3. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of figure you didn't mean 23 million. Yeah, yeah two, 2.3. Sorry. Yeah, but 23 million, you're talking almost Super Bowl level. Yeah. But uh, it shows you that people love nostalgia, and people want to see their old favorites. They want to see the, the DX reformation. They want to see who's going to be backstage. They want to see who they're going to be surprised by, basically, which is one reason why people turn in, tune into the Royal Rumble. They want And that's why I was shocked that there weren't more surprises. Do you Do you start pulling more legends in or is there just no time to do that i mean it's if there's a show that has time it's raw because it's got three hours because i will say that the the one legend show that ticked everybody off 
if you remember, the one that really drove Mark Henry and and Paul White out of WWE. With, you know, when Randy Orton was putting all the legends down. And if someone was just like, we're not coming back to heck with this. You're going to treat us like that? No way. But can you, you – you just wonder if there's a way to tap into that a little bit more as in their programming to build that feeling of nostalgia and you – know, I don't know. It's, it, there it's, isn't because if you do it, then it's not nostalgia anymore because they're just there. I don't know. I mean, just a, a, a like a quick five-minute Legends interview or something like that. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just a thought. It's no, I, I'm not arguing. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. But the problem is, if you bring them back every week, then it, then it's like, oh, this is not a big deal because they're doing it every week. Or maybe do something another show after, uh, after Raw's over. After Raw, you know, they did after <laughs> Mash. Let's do. How about rubbed me raw? I mean, they they did that. <laughs> <sighs> they did that on, um, you know, a lot of the A and E shows where they had the the smack talk and a lot of kind of stuff. But I, I yeah, ta- I, oh, that's right. Talking smack, and what was the there was, what was the raw one? Well, they, these were different. It was different from that. But just, I, I just wonder if maybe you need to tap into that a little bit more. And you know, I, I, you're not going to do a two point three million. But I would imagine you know, USA was quite thrilled. I'm sure USA was absolutely tickled. It, and, it, I, it, and I do apologize for saying twenty three. I don't know. What I must say it, it didn't hurt the fact that this was the first Monday night without for Monday night football. Yeah, it helped, but I think just the content was good enough. Yeah, I, I agree. But so. it again, you'll I think you'll see the numbers on Monday night raw start going up again because Monday night football is not there. Yeah, but it's still it's not going to get two point three again. No, don't, I, that's not what I'm saying. It'll, it'll but, be back in the one fives, one sixes. sixes. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe with this WrestleMania build, who knows? This is intriguing. You wonder how many people actually tuned in to see the trial of Sami Zayn. Huh? I don't know. I'd love to. I, I, I have if to the check tights out, don't fit, I would, you must acquit. I would be interested to check out the the fifteen minute segment ratings. That would be cool just to to, to see where to see where people were watching. Yeah. So, but huge number for them. And by the way, Hulk Hogan led off the show and won a. Give our best to the Hulkster. Apparently can't feel his legs. Hogan had surgery, uh, back surgery, just a little while ago. And per a conversation from Kurt Angle, um, apparently, well, Hogan said that he had the nerves cut from his lower body, which is leading to mobility issues. So apparently he's uh, using a cane. But uh, Ironic that a guy from WWE is using a cane. But apparently, you know, he's... He can't feel his legs from this surgery yeah, right now. He's in no pain, so, <laughs> but he can't feel his legs. So he has to use a cane to walk around. Right. So we want to wish the, Terry Balea to me the greatest legend in professional wrestling. It, it, it I, is all not here without him. I was about to say I, I will disagree with you. With the term greatest, I will say the most important figure in wrestling of oh, all time. All right. I don't want to get because, a, because I, you are absolutely correct. Without him, there is none of this. No, I mean from Hulkamania to the NWO. And and beyond, just there's been nobody like well, him. It's not and, Buzz freaking Lightyear. Well, I don't know. Buzz Buzz is pretty good too. But I'll but, take Hulk Hogan. But we yeah. want to we want to wish Hulk Hogan all the I best. I mean, it, but yeah, there, and there is no NWO without Hulkamania. No, it, it's it's all Hulkamania. Yeah, and that's Vince McMahon. Yeah, well, I think Hogan said Hogan had something to do with it. You could have. Backland Mania apparently wasn't, yeah, no, wasn't but, the plan. Right, but Hogan was a wrestler before he became the Hulkster. Right. 
and he wasn't. And he, was, he didn't take the world by storm until Vince well, McMahon. He was, he was a pretty hot commodity, though. A lot of people were coming after him. I mean, in the AW, you know, he was wrestling for Vern Gagne in the AWA, and uh, Vince just stole him right out from under him. <laughs> that's was, that's, a, that's a, a kind of a nasty story. Yeah, no, it, and it was a combination. Yeah, but of course you had Vince behind it. But yeah, you needed you needed the right person to be able to pull absolutely off. and. You know, because they thought they had the same thing in Lex Luger. Nope. No. Thought they had the same thing in the Ultimate Warrior. Nope. <laughs> no. No, that was a terrible decision. But <laughs> don't want to speak ill of the dead. No, because there was a story about Hulk Hogan saying that during their WrestleMania six at Sky Dome, like eight minutes into the match, Warrior goes, "All right, let's go home." And Hogan's like, "No, this is not the way it's going to go. Yeah. We're, we're there's eighty five thousand people here. We're going to blow the roof off this place." Right. Yeah, he had a has an incredible understanding of what to do in the ring, and you know, it, and it's funny when you go back and watch some of his. If you see some of his matches in Japan, because people say well, Hogan couldn't wrestle, if you see his his Japanese matches, he's doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, he was he he, he just didn't wasn't asked to do it in WWE, right? You know, they didn't say, "Oh, well, we need you to you know go forty five minutes." No, we need you to go 10, get everybody going crazy, and send them home and happy. He, he, remember, he didn't wrestle all that much back in the day. Yeah. He didn't have to. He was there. He just didn't wrestle. Yeah. Unbelievable guy. Um, let's let's see. So then let's get over uh, to AEW because they had a, a big happening. What, I mean, what a week this was. Yeah, speaking of racists. That, that was, well, it was not a, a racist comment that he made. So let's <laughs> let's 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 watch it. The uh, AEW and Tony Khan fought very hard to get something on the air for Jay Briscoe, who passed away last week. Tragically. And, uh, of course, Jay had made a, 10 years ago, had made a homophobic tweet. Yes, no, his brother was racist. I was talking about the Confederate flag. That's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, but, Fish, it's context. Before you, I mean, I don't even want to get into that. It's context. There is no context in which the Confederate flag is okay. None. So the General Lee, you you think we should ban that too? Yeah, basically. Okay. Well, you know, some people... I mean, if it has swastik on it, wouldn't it be just as bad? I don't... I think you're comparing two very different things. I completely disagree, well, but that's okay. Well, all right. Well, let's not, let's not get into a fight. We're talking wrestling. Just explaining what, what's oh, going on. <laughs> so they... Of course, uh, Time Warner and... Uh, or uh, Discovery and uh, Time Warner would not allow... Uh, the Briscoes to wrestle on TV despite the fact they were under contract and they were just doing Ring of Honor. And, of course, the Briscoes' longtime tag team uh, in Ring of Honor, 20 years, by all accounts, Jay, nicest guy in the world. And, uh, of course, Jay passes away, and they wouldn't allow a tribute show. They had to tape it and record it. I believe it's now up on uh, ringofhonor.com. Is Jay the older or the younger of the two? Jay's the older. Okay. Um, but Tony Khan went to bat and said for everybody and said, we need to do something. And they got Mark Briscoe on the show. He wrestled Jay Lethal. Jay was in tears. I mean, if, if you saw the match, even before Mark came out, Jay was just crying up a storm. And Mark came out and showed why he and Jay were two of the best professional wrestlers in the world. Mark looked terrific. Jay did a great job, um, and it was it was kind of hard to hard to watch and think about when you 
see somebody who was so beloved in the wrestling community, uh, you know, gone at 39. It was, it was actually Jay's birthday. He turned. He would have turned right. 39 that day. Now, and I, and I don't say this to, to to be cold or callous in any way, shape, or form. I, this is a legit question I had. When Mark came out, he had the, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship belt. Yeah, what, he had both of them. Right. What happens to the Tag Team Championship now? I don't even know if they're worried about it yet, but I'm sure that's going to come. But you know what my suggestion would be? Let him pick a partner? Pick a partner, and that partner is Jay Lethal. That's what I would do. Yeah, so instead of Jay Briscoe, it's Jay Lethal. I, I, I have no, absolutely no issue with that, and I just, I just wasn't sure because he was holding both belts, and rightfully so because he hasn't lost them. Yeah, they were 13-time Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions and just won them from FTR uh, last month. So, But, uh, but I, I have to, you know, you can, there's things that you can bust Tony Khan on that you don't like about him or whatever. But I will say this, that he has a real pulse for the feelings of people in his locker room, for the feelings of of the fans, because, you know, mo- the vast, 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 vast majority of fans have forgiven Jay for what happened. There were a couple executives that just said, you know, we, we don't want to deal with it. And, you know, it was a shame because the world missed out on seeing the Briscoes on truly on national television. Uh, you know, doing something special, and it would—I mean—to have them in the in the AEW tag team roster. Oh my God, add them into the mix would have been incredible. But they already had the best tag team in the world in FTR. To have the best two tag teams in the world in FTR and the Briscoes, yes, yeah. So it's kind of a shame, but but you but I but Tony apparently really pushed for this, and you know there was no reason to keep Mark off TV, and and it it was good for him to get out there and. Man, I was in tears watching it. I mean, you know, this the man lost his brother, and you know, his Jay's kids are, you know, still in the hospital recovering from the crash, and um, you know, but a lot of people had a lot of good things to say about Jay, so I'll take their word for it. And, but but it was nice. No, absolutely, and, and, and you were right. It that match had to be done. Yeah, and you was, couldn't, regardless of anything else, politics aside, everything else aside, you could not just ignore what happened. No, and and like I said, Mark did a great job. Did WWE acknowledge it at all? Yeah, they acknowledged it. They did. Okay. Yeah, yeah they on SmackDown and NXT, they both did. Okay. It. So, to their credit, they well, but that but that's the thing about how good Jay was and how much everybody liked him. They you know WWE could have completely ignored that, but they didn't because everybody liked Jay and how many people in WWE were touched by Jay Briscoe too. I mean, those guys came out of Ring of Honor and worked with Jay. I mean, he's he. He's one of the the Briscoes are, while because they weren't on in something like a WCW or a WWE or AEW, may not get the recognition from the casual wrestling fan. But people that follow wrestling know how influential the Briscoes were. I mean, they are one of the most were the most innovative tag teams around. Jay was a terrific world champion for Ring of Honor, and you know. But it, like I said, it was great to see Mark get his shot. Absolutely. I, I, I don't argue that. I think it's impossible to argue that. Yeah. And, you know, and, maybe, and Jay Lethal was the perfect opponent. Yeah. I mean, he, well, he and Briscoe just battled it out for years and years and years. So it was, it was the right opponent. It was the right time. And it was pretty neat to see that. All right. And uh, when we come back, a little more AEW talk. And one thing we didn't get to mention on the show, somebody came back. In case you didn't see him, Bay Bay. 
got to talk about that. The return of uh, someone who I think everybody enjoys seeing perform very much. Stick around. We're going to have more on the Mark Hoke Show. Best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. We come back. Tired of the same boring food when you're out for breakfast or lunch? I'm Mark Hoke, and I have an idea for a different place to go with unique food you're sure to enjoy, and that's Unique Eats. Take some time out of your busy day and stop on in to Unique Eats, featuring celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco and his friendly staff. Whether it's a great start to your day with one of Unique Eats' amazing omelets or lunch with his incredible sandwiches, pasta, and award-winning pizzas, you'll be in for a fantastic dining experience that won't break the bank. Unique Eats also features a smoothie bar and full vegetarian menu as well. Plus, if you need catering, you can count on Unique Eats no matter what the occasion. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Unique Eats at 3100 South Durango, Suite 100, open daily until 3 p.m. Call them at 702-992-3038 or visit UniqueEatsLV.com for their full menu and catering info. Break out of the same old routine and have a great meal at Unique Eats today. 1015 FM K-Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. Let's do one more segment of The Mark Hoke Show, shall we? Why the heck not? Well, <laughs> there probably a lot of reasons. One last buckshot lariat. Oh, man. One last Panama Sunrise. I think it was Logan Paul last night that did one, I believe. A buckshot lariat? Yeah. Looked pretty good. Did they stole from AEW also, I'm guessing? No. Paige did it first. <laughs> Punk couldn't do it. Phil Brooks couldn't make that move happen. So No, and by the way, did you see the interview with Seth Rollins talking about Oh yeah, <laughs> saying Phil, 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 stay away. Hey. You're basically a jerk and no one likes you. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that because some people swear by the guy, but a lot of people are just like, yeah, yeah. It's uh, weird. That's the most polarizing figure in professional wrestling. Absolutely. And the, no decision yet has been made by AEW. No, they're just keeping him on ice. And t- I believe Tony Khan said, was asked about it last week and said something along the lines of, eh, decision on that's a few months away. So no hurry. They're not going to release him. Not until his contract's up. I, that that is going to be an intriguing thing over the summer. I will say that because, of course, you know we're going to have double or nothing out here, and then you know you get ready for all out. Oh, that'll be crazy! But one guy that is back, and thank God he's back, baby, Adam Cole. We you know just showed up on AEW TV a couple weeks ago, and if you didn't know what happened to Adam Cole. Mr. Cole took a really nasty concussion back in June at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view when they were having that four-way match for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, and Cole got concussed, and Jay White just dived on him, dove on him real quick and covered him to get the match over because Adam was out. And in that promo that he cut, he was saying things along the line, couldn't do car rides, you know, just he was black and just really bad shape. So it's good to see Adam Cole back, but you know, I think the question is once Adam is back completely in the ring, do we get a run at him 
for the AEW title, and how much fun would it be with him against MJF? They they almost have to, but the problem is that there are Cole's been a heel his entire time there, and you I don't think you're going to go heel versus heel against MJF. No, he's been up and down. I mean, they, and and he's they, ambiguous. They ne- really is. They never. They this is my issue with AEW and Adam Cole is they they've never utilized Adam Cole to his fullest potential. And, it's just, and part of it is because they don't have space at the top of the card. I think that, I mean, they had him against Hangman Adam Page when he wrestled for the championship there. But I, I, I think the the push because he had just won the Owen Hart tournament, and then you know got the concussion, so his momentum got stopped. It was one of those many injuries that plagued AEW the second half of last year. But I, I have a feeling that you're going to see Adam Cole challenging for the world title. Will he challenge? Fairly soon. How about him versus Daniel Bryan? Sorry, Bryan Danielson. If Danielson wins the title. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Can you have Danielson win the title so you can have Cole versus Danielson? You could. There's, that's the one thing, fun thing, for I think, for everybody as a wrestling fan right now is both the major companies have so many great wrestlers at the top, and you have so many terrific possibilities, and everybody's going to complain about booking. Uh, you know, who, who's going to do what? But... At the same time, you are seeing. I mean, like when we, when you and I were growing up, fish. You know, there weren't that many guys at the top of the card. No, you, you didn't you know, think that Paul Orndorff was ever going to beat Hogan for the title. Oh, I, you know, it 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 probably should have happened. It, I'm not saying it but, shouldn't have, but yeah. You know, Paul was incredibly hot, but King Kong Bundy never thought it was going to beat Hogan. No, that one I didn't think was going to happen. Big John Stud was the only guy I thought maybe. Really? Yeah. You had Stud in that category? See, I was waiting for Jake Roberts or, you know, but of course, you know, we didn't know some of the things going on behind the scenes. Right. But, I mean, obviously Macho Man, uh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior. But Big John Stud was like the first guy they really pushed against Hogan. That was his first, after the Iron Sheik, was his first big program. Yeah, in the Heenan family. And that was, you know, that was pretty cool. Um you know, got into it with Piper a fair amount, but yeah, but I never, never thought Piper. I, ne- I never thought Piper was ever going to beat him. Yeah, and it's a shame he didn't. But yeah, you know, it was just Piper's you know, very it, underrated as a wrestler. Yeah, there there were so many. There was just you 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 wanted to have the longevity of a champion back then, right? Know? And and now, but see, that's my issue almost with WWE is I don't know if we should have Roman Reigns holding both titles for any for much longer. You want to hold one of them for a while? That's fine, but I think you need to have some fresh meat as at least one of the champions. Yeah, it's it's going to be fascinating. This will this WrestleMania season, I think, is going to be full of injuries. And in AEW, I think it's you have a different problem in the sense that and I don't know how, if this plays into it or not, but MGF's contract coming up at the end of the year does Tony Khan need to placate him by keeping him as champion longer or not? Well, I guess it depends if he signs the contract or not. Well, he doesn't have to because, sign until the end of the because, year. But so my point because, is, because if you, you, I mean, you can't, you can't let him be the champion when his contract runs out. You can't, right? You can't. But, so you know, either I think that's the thing where. But I mean, my point, my point is right now. Get that done. You're right. You got eleven months to do it. But if he's going to face Brian Danielson, and the, the the program is to have him put Danielson over, so da- Danielson could be the champ. Well, then MVS goes, I don't want to do that. I want to remain the champion for a while. Well, I then that puts Tony Khan in a different, difficult position. I don't think, well, I don't think they're putting Danielson over on him. I don't think so either. I'm just but, using that as an example for right now. Right. Because it puts Tony Khan in a weird position because he has to placate MJF to make sure he keeps him. Because you cannot lose MJF. Well, welcome to having the hottest 
one of the hottest wrestlers in the world in your roster with only a year on the contract. MJF may be Time to one do of the, the dance. Uh, overall, everything may be the best wrestler on the planet right now. He might be. I I might I I mean I couldn't imagine if you had a joint program with him against Roman Reigns or something like that. Good lord. Or you put him against John Cena. <laughs> Could you imagine? I, I would just like to see, Could I, you imagine The that? only reason why I want to see MJF against Roman Reigns is because I'd like to see the mic battle between MJF and Paul Heyman. That would be interesting. I I'd be intrigued. Well, Fish I just want to remind everybody again tonight FSW Vegas, huge card at the Silver Nuggets starting at 5 o'clock tonight. So we're seven hours-ish away from bell time. Yeah, and Danny Limelight's a warm-up for Vandergrift until he faces me. Danny Limelight will kill you, and and he will do it while oh, I'm not, that's why I'm not cha- That's why I'm not challenging Danny Limelight. Danny, uh, by the way, Danny has a tweet up. This was two hours ago, so this was 8 o'clock in the was, morning. Was he listening to our show? Where the sugar mom is at. Follow... I, Dan, it's at Danny Limelight. Pretty simple. Follow his Twitter. Good dude. I'm telling you. And, good and he's, dude. He is a good dude. We we met him at uh, Booker T's. Yes, we did. Event. Great guy. Good dude. And he gets pro wrestling. He really does. But you can see him, Hammerstone, uh, Matt Vandegrift. Hammerstone's such a stud. Gregory, Gregory Sharp, uh, Ice Williams, uh, Remy Marcel, uh, Nick Xander. Just a ton of talent is going to be at this show tonight. And if you can get out there to the Silver Nugget, you're going to have a blast. I mean, I promise. Hammerstone is the real deal. He is. All right. So that's going to do it. Guys, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show. Give us a like. YouTube, The Mark Hoke Show. Subscribe, please. That would be awesome. And, of course, MarkHokeShow.com is the website. And those podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com. Almost all your favorite podcast outlets. We are literally everywhere. Check us out. Download those podcasts today. Sports Radio ready tomorrow night. Yeah, you'll get to hear us talk sports tomorrow on KWN at 8 p.m. Pacific. And I'm always right. He's always wrong. So that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys uh, tomorrow at SportsX Radio next week on the Mark Oak Show. Have a great day, Las Vegas. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show. And download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.